again to nothing sacred before i uh get to anything i would like just uh say for the record that i have been up since 2 a.m yesterday morning and it is now at the time of this recording 9 30 the next night so bear with me plus i'm high as fuck so hamilton it is tie cat time as of this recording tomorrow the tie cats will play edmonton here in Hamilton at 1 p.m. The game will be on TSN. And for those of you that are interested, that can't make the game live, but are going to watch it at home, that Winnipeg and Saskatchewan will follow the Edmonton and Hamilton game at 4.30 p.m. And, of course, it is also on TSN. Evans will be the starting quarterback on Sunday for the Tiger Cats. You go, Cats! By the way... It's time for me to introduce, you know who he is, Budman the Tech Man. You know what? I'm too tired hey, hey, for the hey, great hey, intro hey. today. I'm just going to I add, don't give a shit. I'm laying on the floor. It's one of those podcasts. So, we have a new segment coming up today. Later on, called In the News. We're going to do our last uh, crazy fucking coincidences. Good to see it go. Wow, really? Those are really my favorite. Okay, fair enough. By the way, I also have to say, oh yeah, we're going to talk about secret societies and a bunch of other fucking shit. They're not so secret, are they, if we're talking about Well, them. whatever. We're going to talk about them anyways. So, the not-so-secret societies anymore, I suppose. But anyways. See, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with this right now. That's how tired you are. I'm just really stoned. Oh, I'm pretty stoned, man. You know what? Let's just go into hockey talk. How about that? Okay, this, honest to God, this has to be the fourth take, so before I forget again, like an elusive dream, it kind of was last night. Stop, just do it. But anyways, like what he said, elusive dream. Last night, when I got up at 2 a.m., I couldn't go back to sleep. I went downstairs to my living room. I turned on my TV, and I found a channel on my Android box, which was 24-7. The Twilight Zone. I must have watched 20 glorious episodes of The Twilight Zone last night when I got up. So That's I just an wanted, amazing show. It is fucking amazing. It was great. It was cool. So I just wanted to get that out there before I forgot again. So yeah, if you have insomnia some night and you have an Android box, go check that out, man. It's fucking pretty wicked. Anyways, I guess we should get to hockey talk because this is fucking hockey talk. So let's start out by probably what was, other than Don Cherry, 
the biggest, probably on-ice story of the week. Motherfucker. On Thursday night, Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers had a career-high six points in a 6-2 victory over the Avalanche. McDavid scored three power play goals in the game. McDavid? Uh, well, uh, you know what? Again, it's Connor McDavid. What can you say? Wow, he's he's really coming into his own this year. Now... When you watch him, you can really see why people call him the next one. Again, Edmonton, how lucky can you get? First Gretzky, now McDavid. Anyways, I digress. Speaking of Don Cherry, I'm only going to bring this up once, here right now. If you want to know my actual opinions on this, you need to go and find the rant that can't wait. The one we did on Remembrance Day. And I, I will tell you exactly how I feel about the whole Don Cherry thing. Now, I'm not the only one. It's the only one on your YouTube page that doesn't have our logo. And I'm not the only one that shares similar viewpoints on this. Bobby Orr is definitely on Don's side. Because Orr had stated, I know grapes better than anybody. Orr also added, he's not a bigot and he's not a racist. This guy is the most generous, caring guy that I know. Orr summed it up by saying, what they've done to him up there is disgraceful. It really is. I love Bobby Orr and him and I. Basically, we're on the same page. Penn's captain, Sidney Crosby, will miss a minimum of six weeks after undergoing surgery to repair a core muscle injury the team announced on Thursday. Also on Thursday night, the Tampa Bay Lightning destroyed the New York Rangers 9-3. Tampa's nine goals had tied a team record. Five goals also came on the power play, which also matched a franchise mark. Leaf center Alexander Kerfoot is out indefinitely after undergoing surgery to repair facial dental fracture, the Maple Leafs announced on Friday. The Leafs are also struggling without key forwards John Tavares and Mitch Marner. Both are currently sidelined as well with injuries. I really don't have much more to say about that. Of course, though, a lot of Leaf fans will, I'm sure, bring that up every chance they get. Why they're in a slump right now. But moving on, the Flyers are 4-1-1 in their last six games as of this recording. They are currently in the first wildcard position. They are 10-6-3 with 23 points and a huge reason is the play of goaltender Carter Hart. The goaltender currently owns six wins. He has one shutout and a 2.50 goals against average. And as a Flyer fan, finally a goaltender. It only took, what, 30 goddamn fucking years. I digress. Calgary Flames D-man TJ Brody has not been given a timetable to return after he collapsed and started convulsing on the ice during practice on Thursday. Jesus fucking Christ, what? Brody was immediately taken to the hospital and later discharged. He's now recovering at home. That's what a scary fuck? moment, man. What? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, like scary a moment for Calgary. You, like have a drug over it? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, That's the current hockey talk just we went have. from like ten to a thousand right there. Yeah, pretty crazy. Jesus. Uh, our leaders points dry sight over the Oilers with forty-one goals. Here it comes Pasternak of the Bruins Pasternak. with sixteen assists. Dry sight over the Oilers with twenty-six. Pajot of the Sens is the plus-minus leader, still at nineteen. Pajot. Power play points. McDavid is leading of the Oilers with seventeen. Wow, one when you get three in one game. Face-off percentage. 
Stamkos of Tampa has taken that over with a 63.5%. Goalies wins Price of Montreal with 10. Goals against Average Grice of the Islanders with a 1.88. He also has the best save percentage. Is that how you pronounce that name? Which Grice. is 942. What? Is that how you pronounce that Grice. name? Grice. Grice. Yes. Yes. The fuck name? Who the what? <laughs> okay. Shots at Riddich the Flames with 512. Hutton of the Sabres has two shutouts, but he's also tied with four other goaltenders for that distinction. In the Atlantic Division, the leader is still Boston at 12, 3, and 4 as of this recording. In the Metropolitan Division, the leader is the Caps, 14, 3, and 4. In the Central Division, the Champs, the Blues, are 12, 3, and 5. And the Oilers still lead the Pacific Division, 13, 6, and Two. That is that for hockey talk this week. Okay, now the hockey talk's over. I just want to throw in something here. I love the comic book selection that you put on top of the studio, like yes. on the roof. Yes. I'm just looking at some of these Shadow Man covers from Valiant. Yeah. The old ones. Or yeah. The, new ones? the old ones. Yeah. They look amazing. Yeah. This fucking room is. All right. What's What's sick. next here, hater? Yeah, you better get me back on track. What's <laughs> uh, next? Let's do, because I know you're all waiting for it. Five fun facts. Oh, you know I'm waiting. Five fun facts about... Five fun facts about party. <laughs> Here's an extra fact, just for free. <laughs> Who doesn't think farts aren't funny? Come on, seriously. There isn't a person on the planet that hasn't laughed about a fart at one point or another. So now I'm going to give you five fun facts about farting. Technically, I just gave you six, but we'll say five anyways, because one was for free. See? Only in this podcast do you get extra shit for free. Free! 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 That's right. So, number five. The average person farts between 10 and 20 times per day. Did you know that? Oh, far. Uh, you know what? If you think it's about it. Yeah, you know what? I probably fart about six times when I wake up. Yeah, about think about five it. five times on animals. <laughs> <laughs> about, you know. Little A couple children. times. A couple times when, when I get in bed looking. with my wife. Those are the Dutch oven ones. Anyways. So you don't get carried away. Number four. You produce about 500 to 1,500 milliliters of gas per day. That sounds dangerous when you say it like that. Number three. Gum and soda slash pop can make you fart more. So if you chew a lot of gum and you drink pop at the same time, you're basically a full loaded gun. Just waiting to go off, if you know what I'm saying. And number two. Yes, you can light a fart on fire. Because flatulence is partly composed of flammable gases like methane and hydrogen. So if a fat It can be briefly set on fire. If a fat motherfucker walks in a room and makes a wafter, don't light a match. Something like that, yeah. And number one. No, you can't hold in a fart until it disappears. That is a myth. That is why they're called silent but deadly. Boom! We're done. Next week, there'll be five fun facts about your own pee. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense or Lack of. First off, 
All this week, it's been a goddamn winter wonderland and fucking the hammer. And you know how many fucking morons I see out there? And I'm not talking about homeless people. Some homeless people are dressed better than some of these fucking morons who still think it's fucking goddamn summertime. I shit you not, I saw three or four fucking morons walking around last week with fucking shorts on. You fucking people are fucked. Man, I saw a couple women walking around with, like, short skirts on, but then that all comes down to, like, sluts don't get cold, right? <laughs> fucking no common sense at all, though. Just saying, it's so true. Oh, my lordy. Moving on. <laughs> my next uh, little pet peeve for common sense or lack of. There's an old saying. Now, I'm going to say it. Please, nobody get offended, but you probably will anyways. There's an old saying, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And I'm talking about this in the workplace. You know what? When you have too many bosses and not enough fucking of the rest of us, man, mass confusion happens. The game of telephone happens. All common sense goes out the fucking window. If you own a fucking business and you're listening to me, I don't know why you would. But if you fucking are, you know what? Make sure that you don't have more bosses than fucking employees you dumb shit i'm out you have been listening to another edition of common sense or lack of or maybe we could call it what the fuck it's time for crazy fucking so in the final edition of crazy fucking coincidences This is a well-known one, but I'm going to finish off this segment with it anyways. The Simpsons predicted Trump for president back in 2000. The Simpsons are known to accurately predict all sorts of shit, but their most recent relevant prediction right now and most terrifying is that Donald Trump would become the president of the United States of America. Nobody but the Simpsons saw this coming. Way back in 2000s, the Simpsons called it. This one is a serious creepy fucking coincidence it's in the news it's in the news whether it's important or not it's still in the news it's in the news so for our first segment of in the news i was gonna i had a few things to pick from but let's face it probably the biggest story right now as far as everybody around the world is concerned most likely is it's The first week of televised hearings on Donald Trump's impending impeachment. This is all over the news. So, basically, in a nutshell, the big thing about the first week of this impeachment was there was testimony heard uh, from an ousted U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yanovokovich, her intern replacement, William Taylor, and senior state official, department official George Kent. Well, they all they all testified against that fucking idiot Trump. Thank Lord. The most significant new detail to merge was on Wednesday's hearing when it came from Taylor, who basically is a top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine. And uh, basically it tied uh, President Trump uh, to uh, more 
uh, alleged pressure campaign against Ukraine for which now he faces possible impeachment. Basically, the gist of it is that uh, he did not come out and uh, support Ukraine the way he should have. Uh, basically, is that Trump delayed legally mandating military aid for Ukraine while he pressed the country's president for two political investigations. Basically, one into the 2016 U.S. election and another uh, into Biden, who is his 2020 basically guy who's going against him, uh, the opposition and his son Hunter. So, this guy, fucking Trump, basically, he delayed giving military aid to, basically, an ally, or supposed to be an ally. Uh, you know, like, wow, that's a scary thought. What if we needed help? I'm so glad this fucking idiot, you know, if he did that to them, God knows what he would do to us. It's, it's just, ridiculous like this guy and this is just the beginning you know basically as far as the democrats are concerned in the u.s and you know i kind of am too it, it basically all suggests at the end of the day that uh trump abused his power in order to help himself politically while undermining the interests of a u.s ally and that's that's basically what he did they had evidence uh, already which included trump in his own words to the media i mean pick your fucking poison i mean he said a lot of stupid shit in the media and in a phone call to the ukraine president where he requested the investigations this was all this is just evidence right off the top never mind when they dig deeper what a fucking dirtbag man yeah it's also being said that his uh non-profitable organizations were used to fund his profit like fund his campaign yeah the guy is basically a piece of shit and uh, i hope he gets impeached and he gets what's coming to him and that's all i gotta say on that for in the news and now it's time for in conversation with the tech man but man yeah 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 okay i'd like to touch base on something that everybody has gone through bullying okay everybody had that anti-bullying ad when they were in school the walk away or pink shirts or the fucking frog. I don't even remember what the fucking frog's name was. So these children are the same children that have gone and grown up and made the world the way it is today. These are the same people that need a safe space anytime anybody threatens them, calls them a pansy, you name it, or they just feel like they're mentally not all right. What's that even fucking mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah, not what? mentally all right. What the fuck is that? That means they're having a panic attack or they have anxiety and this and that. So they need a safe space to think, okay? I remember when having anxiety just meant you had anxiety. Just work through it. What about you, hater? What? Did anxiety even, like, exist back in your day? Probably. I'm sure it did. But just nobody like was... And everything else. Nobody was as open as public with it. In my day, people handled their own shit behind closed doors and they didn't really talk about their shit that was part of the problem per se but was it yeah a little bit okay i'm happy as a society we can go out and be educated about mental illness and be treated for mental illness that's fine what i have a problem with is these people that think that their life is so horrible and everybody knows one that posts on facebook or messages them like 
It'll be like, oh, life is so amazing. You'll click again on their Facebook fucking story and it'll be like, oh, everybody hates me. I'm going to kill myself today. <laughs> Good, do it. What? what? What are you going to add in here? All I was going to say is, again, Facebook is one of the most abused, misused, fucked up things in the world. And way too many people use it as a form of just fucking shit up. That's it. So, the other day... It's fucking evil. The other day, since we're speaking about this, the other day, I was going to the dollar store. And these kids happened Good old to, dollars. These kids just happened to be leaving as I was going in. I held the door open for them. They did not say thank you. Now, when I was a kid growing up, you always said please and thank you. It's just common fucking courtesy. And you held doors open for people. Nowadays, you don't get that common courtesy out of the youth. You don't. And it's just an annoyance. But point of this is, is all these children think that they have it so bad here in Canada where we have free education, free healthcare pretty much. Fucking... Oh, nothing's for free. Somebody pays for all of that. Yeah, but get into that another time. Point yes, is, is I you have say... access to ed education here and you have access to food, shelter, and clean water. I will say it's easier than some other countries, yes. Okay, so what these children don't understand is that 8,500 children die a day of starvation. This is worldwide, right? Yeah. And they have the nerve to think that their life sucks. Well, I've got news. Children join militias in certain countries because it's the only way to survive. But yet, you've had a hard day, so you need to go to a safe space. This is the fucking problem. I've said it once, I said it again, I'll say it a billion more fucking times. Even though most people either don't want to hear it or don't acknowledge it, there are a lot of butthurt bitches in the world. Period. And the fact that these butthurt bitches, their parents should have been fucking slapped a lot harder. And they should have slapped their fucking children ten times fucking harder. Oh, you can't do that anymore. No, you can't. And here's a prime example of some good parenting. So me and my brother, we're doing the dishes. And my mother is sleeping for night shifts. So we're doing the dishes and we're talking about something. And I forget what we were talking about, but we really shouldn't have been talking about it the way we were. So my mother woke up and we didn't even hear her wake up. But next thing I knew, I was pretty much dummied, like slapped, but dummied, like my head hit the counter kind of thing. And when I looked over, my brother was matrixing the second slap, which was meant for him. And then she just looked at both of us and was like, don't you ever fucking talk like that again. And went back to bed. You want to know what? To the day I've never spoken like that. To the day. That's good parenting. You want to call my parents barbarians? That's fine, man. But I think I turned out just fine. So... That's debatable. Another thing I want to touch base on is teen pregnancy and how much stress it puts on the family of the teen just financially. And the fact that we as Canadians pay for this stupid shit. I'm just going to say this about teen pregnancy because I don't even... I, I, I'll say this. Here it comes. If you're going to be a fucking stupid asshole and you're 15, 16... And you're going to stick it in without a raincoat. And you're going to do what you do. You're dumb. And I'll tell you why you're fucking dumb. First off, you've just completely ruined your fucking life. If you're 15, 16 years old, I don't give a shit what anyone says. You just fucked your life. Period. The responsibility of another life, a child. There isn't a child 
that has any fucking business anywhere in the fucking world raising a child. Children do not raise fucking children. And I will say this. To those fucking teenage mothers. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, he said this, he said that. Oh, I fell in love. Blah, 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 blah. Their fucking parents should be slapped on principle. In my day, the parents took the responsibility and they told you about, quote-unquote, the birds and the fucking bees. Never mind the fact that you ruin your fucking life because you're a child having a fucking child. Chances are, the other kid involved ain't sticking around and any plans you made, they're done. Good luck even finishing fucking high school. I could go on and so, on and fucking on, but I'm not going to because obviously you are. When I was go in high school, it. there was about three or four of these women. Fucking stupid. And what I found was funny, because one of them had a baby the other day, and this is what made me think about it. When I was in high school, there was about three or four of these women, and they still lived at home and didn't have a job. And the people that they are having these children with were either not with them or didn't have a job either. And we're living at home. So I started thinking, like, how much were their parents paying to support them and their child? So a child per, like, year is $33,372 and some change. That's roughly. Now, the cost to raise this child from birth to the age of 17, when it can start working and supporting its own self, according to the Canadian government, is $2 million. $33,610. Fuck the Canadian government because you never stop paying as a parent. Roughly. Now, anyways, there's people that are listening to this like, oh, well, doesn't the government help with children? Yes, it does, but it doesn't help enough to actually make a difference. So not only were these people that I knew pretty much living at home, their parents were definitely paying for their children. So not only were they paying for their own children, they were paying for their children's children. How much stress was in that household? I wonder. So if you break it down with child support, if you make $15,000 a year with one child, you get $948. And it still makes it 32 thousand four hundred and twenty four dollars a year keep having children it just goes up and up some of these young little bitches make careers out of it i've said it before everybody knows one anyhow and if you make twenty thousand a year it the government will give you nineteen hundred and thirty two dollars a year that still makes it $31,440 a year to support a child. Look it, look it. I uh, just want to say that I invite everybody to go to Belleville to the Quinty Mall. And when you go in there at any given time, every second or third kid, and I say kid, under the age of 18, guess what? They're pushing a stroller. Okay, so, and... Here's another scary thought. In Canada, one in five teens have a mental illness, or a so-called mental illness. Whether it be fucking stress disordered or whatever. Because they're so stressed out because their daily life as a teenager in high school is so horrible, or their life in... Who the fuck cares? You want to know what I was taught as a, as a kid? It doesn't fucking matter. In the end, everything works out, for better or worse. And literally... That's how I've lived my whole life. And everybody that I've ever, ever lived with has told me, how can you be so calm about the stuff going on around you? It'll either roll itself out 
or it'll just fuck off. Life's a challenge. And that's it. Newsflash. So You know what? Life ain't fair. Get a fucking helmet. <laughs> What's so funny? Sorry. It's just, uh, What's so fucking funny? It's the truth. So, Life sucks. Get a fucking helmet. What I'm trying to get at here is children to have children are stupid. Are stupid. And if you're one of these teens that needs their safe space to think... I remember being in school and being bullied. Do you remember? I remember how I stopped it. I beat the living shit out of my bullies. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In my day, you know what schoolyard fights consisted of? You and another kid maybe threw a couple punches, shoved each other around. You went to the principal's office. It was fucking dealt with. Period. Now, all one kid has to do is look at another kid the wrong way. And holy shit, all hell breaks loose. You know what? Again, butthurt bitches. Not even that. And what makes it even worse is social media. So these kids will Fuck go to school. Facebook. These yeah, kids you will heard go me. To school, Fuck Facebook. And they'll they'll have bullies, but their bullies won't stop there. They'll go on social media and do all that bullshit with social media and message. They're fucking, you know. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You know what they are? Do you? I'm going to tell you, you what they are. Nothing sacred podcasts. Other than that. Do you know what they are? They're Satan's fucking play shit. Basically, basically, this is how it is. Instagram, Twitter, fucking Facebook. Here's the problem. Every cock-sucking asshole under the fucking sun, including us, I'm including us here, can get on that shit. They can do, say, whatever the fuck they want, pretty much. It's another And reason. I don't care. All Facebook has restrictions. Suck my balls. Have you seen some of this shit on Facebook? Again, I digress. This isn't even my fucking segment. Whatever. That's, that's another reason why these children are so sensitive. Because they're in an era where Facebook and Instagram is their life. And if they, if they don't trend, they, it's, it's, it's. They need to go to the safe room. Or, or, oh man, I could go on and on and on about stupid fucking children and how their parents should have been fucking swallowed. This is the other problem too. Parents, nowadays, the emphasis is not on them. And I don't give a fuck what any parent says out there. Nowadays, the emphasis just isn't on them enough. It's just not. Now, the problem is all... It's that kid over there, or, oh, my neighbors instigated this, or, oh, society says this, society says that, oh, I can't control what my kids do, blah, 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 blah. There's always a fucking cop-out. This is part of the problem now with parents nowadays, period. 100%. 100%. No. And then when this next generation gets old enough... They're gonna be even fucking stupider. They're gonna be even stupider and more bubble... Like, imagine if a war broke out right now and Canada did a draft. Would you be... Would you feel safe knowing that these 18-year-olds that can barely fucking function in society are going over to fight for your country? It's a scary thought. They'd get in the bunker and fucking cry themselves to sleep. Like I said, check out my rant that can't wait I put out on Don Cherry. That I, all I'm saying is there. that is another prime example and most recent example of fucking cocksucking motherfucking butthurt bitches. Oh, I can't believe in this country how easy it is for people's asses to get raw and red and sore. Butt cream is definitely... A needed thing in this country. Blows my fucking mind. But that's pretty much all I've got. Other, you know, the takeaway from this is... 
don't raise your child to be a stupid fucking millennial that'll eat Tide Pods. And if you're a teenager and getting pregnant, think about what you're about to do. Here, I'm, I'm about to open up a can of ass right now. Teen pregnancy, or any pregnancy of any kind, for that matter. These fucking Neanderthals that think that... And, and before I continue, let me just say, you're talking about old politicians. You're talking about religious fuckwads. You're talking about fucking right-wing fucking morons who say, ah, oh, abortion should be illegal and it shouldn't be allowed. But anyways, my point being, there are women that get raped. What if they get pregnant? Then what? They're just supposed to keep this kid. Teenagers get pregnant, whether they plan on it or not. Now you have a choice to make. Are you going to fuck your life? Or are you going to get an abortion? But wait, if you do that though, then there's the stigma because of these religious fucknuts and all these other idiots. You know what? If a child being born cannot come into this world without love and support, then you know what? It's not a good thing. Now people are going to say, oh, but wait, hater. These same people can go out and adopt. They can send their kids out for adoption. Well, that's great and all. But at the same time... You seen the way CAS works? I was just going to say, that doesn't always work out really well either. And how many kids are in foster homes? I guess all I'm saying is that these teenagers that get pregnant and their parents go oh you're keeping the kid and we're gonna help raise the kid and blah 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 i don't think sometimes that these people realize the magnitude of what they're saying and this is how a lot of kids end up with shitty lives didn't want to bring it up there it is that's it chew on that so the takeaway from this is pretty much Children are fucking stupid. Parents are fucking stupid. Society is fucking dumb. And this is what creates dumb children. They're not born fucking stupid. They become fucking stupid. And whose fault is that? That's on all of us. A secret society is a club or an organization. Not like a clubhouse club. Whose activities, events, inner functioning, or membership are concealed from non-members. This is a secret society but not all of them are secret some of them don't even try to hide like freemasons not anymore yeah freemasons let's talk about freemasons for a few minutes the freemasons are the longest lasting secret society that are still in existence they become synonymous with secret and shakes bizarre rituals and a heresy in which members move up through various levels as they gain experience and respect within the society now originally this thing was formed by the union on several smaller societies the first lodge was apparently founded in london in 1717 but at that time rumors existed even then that the masons had already been circulating around for at least a century most modern secret societies take their cue from these fucking guys by incorporating handshakes code words private rituals and complex chains of command these guys have been knowing 
for a long time to know a lot more than they let on and that they've had their hands in a lot of shit. Go ahead, you got something to add to that? They've been, it's said they've been around since the 17th century when masonry started. And it's kind of, I find this group so weird because it's like, they say that they're into so many, like they have their hands in so many like government official pockets and shit, but they're masonaries, man. Like you don't think these guys are like hard as fuck and like controlling the world or anything thing when you first glimpse but it's like no and they're they're considered to be an off branch of the illuminati but they've been around longer than the illuminati yeah and these guys have branches everywhere even yeah, in this in country there there's one in hamilton really right in public they don't give a shit anymore yeah yeah it's they're pretty not so crazy secret. speaking of the illuminati i want to just touch on it i want to get crazy I've, and do I've it i've got way more information although the you. illuminati uh, but sorry i've got way more information than you then probably although the illuminati originally branched off from and, bo- and broke away from the freemasons they have since become the prime focus for conspiracy theorists everywhere and god knows these guys credit the illuminati agendas for every conceivable disaster mystery and economic downturn and fucking any other bullshit in between but in point of fact there is no evidence that the illuminati still exists but again that turns some people's cranks even more well, the whole idea behind the Illuminati was that it was started in, uh, I'm not going to say this correctly, Bavaria? Bavaria. Bavaria. Where uh, people were fighting for pretty much equal rights, the freedom of thought and shit. Religion was taking over the world and was taking over the world at that point. So the church didn't like this, and hence the Illuminati was formed. And a law professor named Adam Vince Howe made this society. He based it off of the Freemasons. Pretty much their whole thing of being able to talk freely. And it's okay, so the Illuminati was pretty much formed by a bunch of fucking atheists. And it's said by 1784, there were over 600 members. That's crazy. So the church believed that the Freemasons and the Illuminati were going to undermine people's faith, so they made a law that would declare secret societies illegal. And you would think that secret societies would be like, fuck you, we're secret, how are you going to find us? It actually worked with the Illuminati, they just disappeared. And this is all lines up with the Freemasonry's records that are still going to, to, like, the date. Like, the Illuminati did exist. Oh, yeah, for sure. But they just don't exist anymore. At least and not on the, the record. The funny thing is, is the Illuminati never even fought to undermine the church. They just thought that the church shouldn't have their hand in politics which you know what as far as i'm concerned they're 100 percent fucking right religion and politics don't belong together and we'll have lots of examples of that as we go along another well, one i wanted like, to touch on unless you have anything else to add about the fucking illuminati um no other than uh the professor that started it he ended up joining the freemasons and ended up getting really high up in the ranks and recruited half of the Freemasons, like, council to be a part of the Illuminati. And then when the Illuminati disbanded, these people went missing. Pretty mysterious, isn't it? Well, you know, like any good conspiracy, there has to be murder involved somewhere and people disappearing. But it is kind of a fascinating story, for sure. Uh, it is interesting in how the two kind of 
blend in together and are known to basically be the same group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another group, this one really interests me, and a lot of people know about it, but the Bilderberg. Bilderberg. In 1954, the world's most influential movers and shakers met in a hotel to discuss and plan the upcoming year's global agenda. This happened. This is not bullshit. They have continued to meet every year. But the content of their talks has remained a very guarded secret. And now, they don't even, the Bilderbergs, they don't even try to even deny it anymore. Uh, So that's why they're not exactly the most secret anymore. But that kind of makes them technically not a secret society, but at the same time... Just makes them a secretive society. Yeah, but still, you know, their membership and their existence is not in question. For sure, 100%. But many, again, conspiracy theorists worry about the influence and reach of their annual meetings. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I kind of worry about it a little bit too. But it's not nothing I'm losing sleep over. But I find these guys interesting because through the years, obviously, as politicians change and move on in and out of power, how this rotating door of memberships, you and know, no of one new memberships keep keep happening but yeah that goes to show you politically how tight shit really is especially in the global community i find it fascinating because uh, you know what everybody from john f kennedy to fucking george w bush his old man a lot of our prime ministers from this country these are people from all over the world this bilderberg business it's not just uh you know an american thing or a canadian thing this thing is a world thing well, it's said that they discuss, like, uh, economic, pretty much how to run the world more economically and right. better their defenses. Right, but then conspiracy theorists go into, well, what else are they talking about and why are they not open about it? I, I, I sit know. on the fence with this group, I'm not going to lie, but I do find it pretty fascinating and bizarre at the same time. But again, I guess technically they're not a secret society, but they're certainly pretty secretive about the shit that they talk about so unless you got anything to add on that but i just wanted to bring them up for sure because they're you know they're a modern day like secret society for real type shit they're not even secret they're just secretive yeah they're still fascinating nonetheless and i know you don't want to get into it but i have to touch on it because i don't want hate mail later and that is the knights templar uh, just a brief rundown. Early in the 12th century, nine knights took a vow to protect pilgrims traveling through the Holy Land. Again, religion, here we go. More knights joined the cause, and the organization grew, and it gathered wealth and fame and power and influence and it started to spread all across europe and of course popular culture has cast them in the role of funders of many other secrets uh societies and treasures the most sacred christian treasures i might add but most of the the members of the knights templar most of these guys were eventually tortured and executed and the society was disbanded and there's no compelling evidence that they ever possessed the ark of the covenant or the holy grail the blood of jesus or any of that other goddamn bullshit you know that fucking christian bullshit uh yeah, we you can get more into if it you if you want. If you want more info, play the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, really. 
Believe it or not, they're pretty accurate. Other than That's the assassinations and shit, like they're pretty accurate for the Illumin for like not the Illuminati, the fucking Knights Templars. Yeah, it's pretty accurate through their history. Throwing like obviously it's not one hundred percent. It's a fucking video game. Another one is the Skull and Crossbones. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring them up, but since you want to, go ahead. They're uh they were founded in eighteen thirty two at Yale University. Still s- said to be running to the day. Both Bushes were apparently a part of this society. George W. and his old man again. Again, and believed to be the American branch of the Illuminati. Most popular one is the most popular theory behind this is that they created the CIA. The four founders of this organization created the cia and is still running it to the day it's possible never know but uh this group is a huge influential group apparently throughout yale and it's i think they even made a movie about it i'm pretty sure i just don't remember the fucking name but again i'm high i digress go ahead it's a society for sure you notice mostly societies like start out of colleges or some shit or universities well, wow, they're supposed to be, in theory, right? Society is supposed to be deemed by the most intelligent and civilized people, right? At least in theory. I will say this. I'm not going to dwell on this topic. I just wanted to bring it up because I find some of this secret society stuff pretty compelling. But there is, if you look on the internet, look up JFK's famous speech about secret societies. I don't want to bring it up now because I could, but then this whole fucking show is going to end up just being about that speech. It's about a 20-minute speech. But if you're really interested in secret societies, you should check it out because... It's pretty compelling what John F. Kennedy says throughout it. But basically, the general jest is that secret societies have no business in being in society and that we need to trust each other and be more honest and open about e- with each other instead of trying to, you know, conspire against each other and creating these secret societies which bring apart society ultimately. But again, I digress, but it is a great speech. You should look it up. JFK was a very intelligent human being it's a scholar and a gentleman and he was apparently a part of a lot of secret societies you know what some of it wasn't necessarily by choice though and that's why he came out openly and basically uh, you know said that secret societies shouldn't be around but then again if they weren't then you wouldn't have all these crazy cracked out fucking conspiracies going around so with that i guess this segment is done have you ever sat at home and thought to yourself maybe i should just go out and learn something useless today well i have the answer for you this is wink dinkerson and i'm representing merlin's school of useless magic Are you a wizard or a warlock or someone that's inspiring to be? Have you ever thought, I just want to learn useless spells that will never be practical? Well, here's your chance. Come to Merlin's School of Useless Magic and then you will be able to conjure up spells like this. Creating a spell to create another spell. Turning a frog into a toad or vice versa, and learning to straighten your pubic hair. Now, here is testimonial from last year's valedictorian. In Merlin's School of Useless Magic, you'll be treated just like family. The staff are so encouraging, they're fantastic. 
My favorite spell they ever taught me was how to turn stuff invisible. So invisible, you'll never find it. I turned my hamster invisible. I still can't find him. His cage is getting awfully smelly. If you want to join Merlin's School of Useless Arts, all you have to do is wave your wand and tap your ankles three times. Due to sexual allegations, Merlin is there at the school in name only, pending legal ramifications. I would join that school. Classic. Very classic. Which leads to my next question. It's a serious question. Are you ready for this? Am I going to get butt hurt and need a safe place? No, I don't think so. Does magic exist or has it ever existed? I believe magic has never existed. It's all been science. Probably. We were just that belligerent and dumb that we thought, you know, scientists were fucking magic and the witch trials were, you know. Oh, I'm going to get into the witch trials here, don't worry. As we go along, because the next topic is mythical creatures, magic, and lore. So I thought that was a good question to, uh, to start off with. Does magic exist or did it exist? I believe it did maybe at one point. Was it like a lost art form, like... But I still don't think it was magic. I think it was more like science and illusion. Yeah, alchemy and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think Merlin was just basically, he liked to fuck around with chemicals. So. If he existed. But that's we'll go, another story. We'll go back and forth on legends here. I'll go first. Well, I was going to. Okay, whatever. So my first legend is the Forbidden Plateau. On Vancouver Island, there is a Forbidden Plateau. That the First Nation group that lived there used to bring their families to hide them when they were in battle. One day they returned to see that their families were no longer there and quote unquote there were markings or unworldly markings left in their places. So now the place is a forbidden plateau still has signs up to the day saying that the evil spirits will consume you if you go into this plateau. On Vancouver Island. Are you for real? 100%. Really? That's crazy. I don't even know what to say to that. Other than... You know, there's a lot of shit like that. In Canada, actually. Where... If you go to different cities that are surrounded by lakes and shit... Just about every lake has a monster in it. Swear to God. Oh, yeah. But this isn't like a monster. This is like... They found aliens, and the aliens abducted their families. No, I get that. I'm just saying, though, like, shit like that, like, happens all the time. All of a sudden, a woman in suit comes, in, like, a suit of armor comes back. I'm the female exo man of war. That'd be crazy, That actually. would be fucking crazy. I'd be like, we're done. <laughs> Canada just needs to friend her, or I guess we move to the country that's her best friend. Oh, fuck. So what do you got? Well... Yeah, I guess it's legendary, but it's not really lore anymore. It's uh, it's fact, really. And that is the fucking witch trials. The Salem witch trials? That was crazy. And that, you know, as much as now, I guess, is part of myth and lore, sort of. Like, that. this is a fucked up situation that I think a lot of people shouldn't uh, really forget about, to be honest. And it's not the only witch trial that took place. There was one before that 
in Hartford, Connecticut in uh, 1662 when it started. And it came before the Salem fucking bullshit. And these people, they were fucking crazy. Like, they basically, they went around and because of the hysteria of the day and everything, they decided that they were either A, depending on your crime, by the way, and what you did, which each town or village in that area had their own basic solutions to taking care of witches and shit. So some of these poor innocent women, they were taken and they were either put in prison and tortured and and raped and whatever else, or they were just taken out and, you know, given the old let's fucking burn the witch at the stake. But the problem is, is this, this fear spread over time, and then it hit Salem, and holy crap. Then it just got really crazy. This is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a fucked up situation. And I put it right up there with slavery in a way. It's a pretty dark part of American history. But now it's more like a legend and a lore, but it really happened, people. This shit really happened. Canada too, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, these are the most famous fucking, you know, examples of it going too far. Crossing the line. Well, you think that's stupid? Think about Quebec in the 1700s. Yeah, these people were so, really superstitious Imagine, Imagine waking up in the morning in the 1700s. You go outside, grab your newspaper, and on the front of your newspaper is a picture of a drawn werewolf. And it says, werewolf attacks all over the eastern side of Quebec. No joke, there were seven news articles published in the 1700s to the 1800s of werewolf attacks in Quebec. By the 1800s, they have died down, and it was said that hunters caught it, tortured it, and killed it, or it had died off naturally. What? That means these ha-ha-ha French motherfuckers were fucking running around the east side of Quebec from fucking big dogs or their fucking imaginations. Like, what opium were they on? <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Probably some of them were. Like, I don't know, it just seems a little bit out left field to me. One of my favorites is Paul Bunyan to the hero Lumberjack in oh, American folklore. One. Really? No. Really? Paul Bunyan, the big, huge lumberjack, he was taller than 10 feet tall, they say. He, like, walked around with a big ox, which was the same size as he was. I shit you not. And basically, he went around in the pioneer days, and there were stories told about this. Obviously, it was a legend. I don't believe for a second that Paul Bunyan actually existed. But he would take down trees with a single blow, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that, but then again, that's just another example, right, of, of folklore and legends and things. you got to understand, though, people back then, right, you're talking way back in the day, right, like, you know, the 1800s, people, you know, they didn't have TV, they didn't have all this shit, right, that we have now, so they told stories to each other, and this is how Paul Bunyan came to be, right, it's, it is what it is, but I always thought that that's was kind of funny. interesting one. So, one of mine has got to be Adelette. Who? Adelette. It's an Inuit name. So, this woman named Adelette said in either the 1500s or 1600s, gave birth to dog hybrid children, and these children cannot be taught like normal children, and soon went their different ways. With the legs of a wolf and the ears of a wolf and the nose of a wolf, 
all children killed their parent, the mother, and went their separate ways. What I'm thinking is, is they went their separate ways and attacked Quebec. <laughs> Think about it, man. Like, in the 1600s, so that's like, you know, relatively close for a werewolf. Just walked across the world and fucking started terrorizing Quebec in the 1700s. I guess, yeah, maybe. I suppose anything's possible. Look, most myths and legends, right, there's some kind of a half-truth there somewhere, right? But the Inuits have got some really fucked up. Oh, lore. native people, man, have some crazy stories. Like the story of the fucking... The, <laughs> the, I'm sorry. The little people, I'm not being racist. The little people of Wyoming and the Pedro Mountain Mummy. Here are these guys. No. Well, a lot of natives in that area... Like, uh, you know, the Sioux and that, and other tribes like them, the Crows. They believed that there were a tribe of little people. They were small, very small. Kind of like, almost like gremlins, sort of. And what they did is they went around and they fucking terrorized other fucking tribes and shit. And, uh, you know, they're, they're basically like um, fairies with attitudes. But they were, you know... They eat people, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting to that. But here's the thing. Is, yeah, they were little cannibals. And they went around the mountains of the area, Wyoming and shit, and they terrorized so it was like these fucking tribes. The mountains have eyes, but they were little fairies, and they yeah, eat you. basically. That'd be scary. Okay, man, imagine, like, mountain climbing. You get to the very top, you're like, fuck yeah, I made it. And then all suddenly, you feel a little nibble on your back, and you're like, you look around, and it's this little fairy. You're like, oh, you're cute. And then six of his friends come around and oh, take like, your legs out. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, basically. What the fuck? Ah! Yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty That's crazy. Fucking crazy. So, every superstition or lore's got ghosts, right? So, I had to get oh, a good yeah. ghost story. In St. Louis, there's been train tracks. Pretty much that have been a part oh, of the Trans-Canada Railway since the beginning of time. So, in the dark, you can apparently, in St. Louis, see lights on these train tracks. And when you get closer, you hear the screaming and singing of steel workers and train passengers as this ghost train follows the tracks in the route that it used to go. That's fucking creepy. Couldn't find any footage of no, it, though. I was I a little disappointed. I couldn't. It was really disappointing. There's a couple I really wanted to find footage of. But they're all like superstitions or fucking, you know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Myths. It's just like the one, right? Somewhere in the States. I don't exactly remember where. And I'm going to look it up on my phone. But, like, basically, there was an accident. Railway crossing. And it was a school bus full of children. And they got creamed by this fucking train. You're going to hell for saying this. No, this is a creamed. real thing. So, apparently now, people will go up to this train crossing. And what they'll do is they'll park. Because it's on a bit of a slope. And literally, these vehicles will be pushed by an invisible force slowly across the tracks. That's creepy as fuck. And there's footage everywhere on this shit. You can look it up. And when people put shit, like uh, powder, on the back of their vehicles, right, to see if they can get imprints of something, it comes up all these little hands. It's like the 
spirits of the kid push the vehicles over the tracks so that no one else gets creamed by trains creamed i said it that's horrible you're a fucking monster is that your that's a true story is that your legend apparently well since we're talking about ghosts oh my next one is about the devil okay it's always in the 1700s so in the 1700s there was a lady who loved to dance with everybody, but back then, if you danced with everybody and that you didn't know, you were considered like a porn star. Whore! Yeah, or a whore. So one night, she was dancing with a strange man, and when she was dancing with him, she noticed that she was getting dizzy and was not in her own mind kind of thing. A priest had busted into the dance and revealed this man to be the devil! Bum, bum, bum. Of course he was. The devil, and then banished the devil back to hell. She woke up the next morning realizing what had happened, and immediately became a nun. That's that's my story. I got nothing else to add to that, really. Other than it goes to show you where these stories come from. Like, think about it. The times and everything. Well, my next one comes from a little... Well, not that far in the past, but it was it's pretty decent. Okay. 1954. Okay. When Toronto Subway opened its doors. So, in Toronto, the subway opened its doors in 1954. Many, there are many abandoned stations throughout the Toronto Subway. So many. There is a common legend to these that it is, they're all haunted by the lady in red. And when you see the lady in red, she is often looking at the ground until you get closer. Then she looks up and has piercing red eyes and darts towards you. Oh, shit! Seen by subway workers. Run! Said to be haunting all the old subway stations. That are no longer applicable. Is that what you're saying? Or that some of these stations still act? Um, some of them are still active. Like, uh, I've watched a couple documentaries. Like, they do subway switches. Like, they switch trains onto different tracks in some right. of these. That's why subway workers have seen them and shit like that. But, like, you know, you can't find footage of the lady in red. This is a problem with ghosts I come back to. So, I've got... They like to be seen, but they don't like their pictures taken. You I've know got I mean? a list of terrifying mythological creatures. I got a small list, too. Probably some that you would expect and some you wouldn't. But go ahead. All right, I'll, I'll go first here. Windigo. The Windigo are said... To be in north in northern Canada along the lakes and are cannibalistic monsters that feed on frenzied people. Why do they all got to be cannibals? I don't know, man, because that's scary. And it is said that it's a spirit that possesses greedy people and, yeah, pretty much. Fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. Makes you want to eat shit. I've kind of heard of this story. It's a tribal thing again. Yeah, it was it? it was touched in on uh Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's Thank your God turn. for editing. If you played Dungeons and Dragons, you know about this character. And even if you haven't, there is examples of it in the real world. Doppelgangers, creatures that change their form. Like shapeshifters? Yeah, basically. That can but the the difference between them and other shapeshifters is they can take the forms of any human they want and they're evil as shit. There's lots of examples of doppelgangers. Especially when you go back into, obviously, older history when people were dumb shits. But I think it's an interesting one. Same with the Banshee, right? 
Oh, the fucking yeah, the ghostly witchy thing that fucking that screams and no, fucks no. shit up. Some some legends say that they sing like the most beautiful songs until they want to eat you, and then they scream and your head explodes and they eat you from the inside out. Right? They're like they're like mermaids, right? I mean, they all had they're all every fucking culture has their little tweaks on it but basically at the end of the day it's all the same yeah they tear you apart yeah. and fuck your day up so my next one's got to be the Grooslang. it is an african-american legend this is a creature said to be as old as the world it looks like an elephant with 15 trunks and is really big and probably pissed when off. i say big i mean like the size of a four-story building jesus and each trunk pretty much touches the ground. And when you cut off one trunk, another two form. So it's like a hydra. It's a hydra fucking elephant. What were these Africans smoking? Some good shit. Well, the next one I have. Everybody knows this creature. Especially if you watched Hercules the cartoon when you were a kid. Centaurs! The half horse, half motherfucking human. And it's funny because as outlandish as this fucking creature might seem, throughout history again and folklore everywhere, these goddamn half human, half horse, goddamn freak shows, they show up. But of course, though. You know what I'm talking about if uh, you understand the reference of Hercules the cartoon back in the day. Hey, Herc! Hey, Herc! It's me! It's me! Whatever the fuck that piece of shit's name was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. So, my next one's the Mongolian Death Worm. Oh, that, that Obviously originated <laughs> originated in Mongolia. Said to be about five feet. And... Can spit acid and has fire breath. Oh, lovely. It lives underground. And here's the thing. The Mongolian Prime Minister of 1922, I'm not even joking, released a statement said that it looked like a big sausage with teeth and eyeballs. Again. What kind of fucking drugs were these people on, man? Like, oh, this is like... big sauce. And it's... Just think, it's 1922. Oh. That's not honestly that long ago. Not really. <laughs> giant So Sorry. I'm still on the giant sausage. Yeah, thing. it was described as a giant sausage with teeth and eyeballs. The other one I thought was interesting because there's physical proof of something is the Sphinx. You see them in Egypt, and, like, wow, pretty impressive. These might have existed at one point. Like, there's too many. There's no way someone was like, you know what? I imagine this, so I'm going to make all of you guys build huge ones of these out in the middle of the fucking desert. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, for sure. Mind you, in saying that, I sure as fuck wouldn't want to meet one. That's for sure. Well, didn't they, like, worship them as gods? Yeah. Oh, ancient alien theory. Anyways, I digress. So, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this right, but a Jerugulamu is a woman that turns into a spider. As a woman, she lures men back into her, her home 
and traps them with her webs and poisons them and then eats them. That's Dirty right. Bitch. Eats them. Sounds like my wife. But um And you know Shit. what? She doesn't listen to this podcast, so whatever. That's savage. I'm an asshole. I'm an yep. asshole. Okay, you're next. What's what's That's all I got. That's man. all you got. Okay, I, I got, got I've got one that's more everybody would know. A Kelpie? Oh yeah. It's a uh, shape-shifting spirit. Mostly originates from Scotland. That appears as a horse or something that would grab you, and once you are on top of it, it will trap you and pull you down to the depths of hell, where guess hell! what, people? It'll eat you! Everything eats you. You know what I'd like to have? One mythical creature, you know what? It's a vegetarian. Isn't the Loch Ness Monster a vegetarian? You'd ever get one of those reports of being eaten by the Loch Ness Monster. That's true. That's true. Then again, maybe Bigfoot's the same way. Maybe. Maybe he's a vegetarian. He doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on fucking big. He's thing. like, God, he just doesn't exist. Ooh, I went there. Okay. You know what? That about sums it up, really. I will say this. I find shit like that interesting folklore and crap because, you know, one, some of the stories are just crazy. Crazy. Uh, Robin Hood really existed. Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, he did. He's a real figure. Although, very much glorified from the real deal. Here's, That's here's for the question, sure. Though. Are all of these... Like, there's a Inuit myth of a woman that carries a bag meant for care, like taking children. On oh, yeah, 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 yeah! She looks literally like a fucking Wendigo, but will take your child and raise it as their own if they wander away. See, this just seems like a myth that some parents, like, told their child to tell them not to go too far or else it'll get you. Oh, for sure, for sure. But it sure. looks creepy as shit, the pictures and everything. Like, imagine if that was based on reality, like, children were being taken by these Wendigo-looking motherfuckers. Look at some and nursery rhymes. And they go underwater, rhymes. too, right? Some nursery rhymes. There's some nasty shit going on in some of that crap. Anyways, I digress. So, uh... What are you going to rant about today, Hater? Don't put me in the spot like that. What? First off, that's all you get. That's what you get for the second topic. Whatever. I got nothing else. You got nothing else. I hope you enjoyed it. So moving on, next week, we're going to have the entire show almost dedicated to Superheroes Revisited. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And we're going to introduce Top 10 as well, another new segment. And uh, yeah, that's plugging next week, I guess. Oh, and remember, next week, five fun facts about your own pee. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Because you know what? That's things that you don't really need to know, but fuck it. You might as well know anyways. Because everybody loves those useless facts. Oh, I just find it as like, if someone really is annoying me when I'm sitting on the bus, I'll just be like, hey, did you know this useless fact about porn? And then they'll just shut the fuck up. Now, I should encourage everybody to do that. Pick an uncomfortable fucking topic and just give them a fact. Like farts? I'd be like, hey, I wish we just caught that. I don't know if that was your stomach or if you farted, hater, but um, I'd just be like, hey, <gasps> did you know everybody likes to fart? It's true. Everybody has to do it. You can even use the free fact that I gave you earlier in the show. They're funny. Again, everybody else loves do you farts. Get free.
That's right. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to geeking out next week. That'll be good. Oh, and next week, by the way, my rant is going to be comic book related as well. Who's better, DC or Marvel? So, ooh, a little preview for next week's rant as well. <sighs> so this week, I'm going to talk a little bit about the opposite sex. That's right, women. I've been married 25 years, and I have eyeballs, and I walk around, and I see shit going on in the real world between the sexes. So, here it is. First off, I think women, I, I touched on it earlier, I think women have the right to choose if they want to have an abortion or not. Again, I'll say this. If the child is not wanted, sometimes shit happens. And I don't think... That, really, when it comes down to it, sorry, gentlemen, but if you're the other party involved, I don't think you should have the final say on that, quite frankly. But at the same time, I don't think religious fucking idiots and fucking old maids and shit should have the right either to tell a woman, oh, you have to keep that child. You know what? It costs a lot today to keep a child, as Budman pointed out earlier, and there's shit that just... Sometimes happens. Shit happens. Now we're back to the power of the vagina. Here's where it gets touchy. Oh, hail the power of the vagina. Here's where it gets fucking dicey. Sex. Now, guys, I know what you're thinking. Especially if you've been in a long-term relationship. There's nothing worse than not having it for a week or two. And then you try to get it on. And they're like, oh, not tonight. I got a headache, whatever. And it pisses you off. And then you just kind of roll over and just jerk yourself off to sleep. So true. No matter what we do, gentlemen, they're always going to have control of the sex. I don't care. You can go around and go, oh, I'm a Casanova. I know how to get in women's pants. Bottom line is, fuck face. You only get in their pants if they want you to. And if you force yourself, then you're a rapist piece of shit. You can't win. Hashtag me too. You what? <laughs> you can't win. So, as far as that goes, you know what? We all might as well just get over ourselves and fucking deal with the fact that... You gotta jerk off. That, uh, they have the power of the vagina and you don't. It's that simple. Now I know it... Now, probably you got the gears going around in your head, guys. Well, I'm gonna bring up, now, money situation. Women love to spend money. It's in their fucking nature. Now I will say in our defense... That if you're in a relationship, the financial part of it should be done equally. Unless you're married to a shyster, then that opens up a whole different ball of fucking wax. What the fuck is a shyster? You know, con man, con woman, you know, somebody that spends money behind your back and shit. You know, and then, oh, I needed that or has some kind of bullshit excuse. It's usually women. Although guys do it too, but I'm just saying. So we do it secretly. Right. So do they. But when they get caught, that's when they use, again, the vagina card. And after a while, you just realize you better get over it. Or you better be uh, saving up your money to go out in the corner and find some uh, ladies of the evening to satisfy you because your wife at home ain't going to do it, pal. Not Barton. No, not Barton Street. And not in front of Jackson Square, for God's sakes. <sighs> 
Again, touch on one more subject about this. Now, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to trash the opposite sex. Because, hey, you know what? Once in a while, they are fun to be around. You know, if you can find somebody as fucked up as you, well, that's cool. But, unfortunately for us, they're always going to have the power in the relationship. This goes in a long line of traditions that were here in place long before we were ever here, gentlemen. And it's not going to change. So, you know what? As guys, you might as well just get over it. And as far as the way they think, God knows, I'll say it once. I'll probably say it a million more times. You can't figure them out. Don't bother trying. They're all emotional animals. Do you ever notice when you're sitting watching a Hallmark fucking TV show with your old lady because you're just trying to get in her pants at the end of the day? And if that's what you got to do to do it, you sit there and suck it up for two hours and watch a Hallmark movie? But you don't get in her pants? Well, then that's that's even worst case scenario. But I'm saying... That's when you just go into the bathroom, pull up some nice porn hub. Light a Stroke candle. One out. Use the ball Cry of a little. Yeah. Cry a little. Yeah. Relieve stress. It does relieve stress, and you're probably be in a stressful situation at that point. But my point is, going back to what I was saying, you look over at her, and she's sitting there with a the tissue, oh, all emotional, and all you're sitting there thinking is, when is this movie going to end so I could try to get my dick wet? Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. You're never going to understand it. So... You know what? I don't know. We all deal with that in a different way. There's no easy answer here, gentlemen. There's no easy answer. The only other thing I'm going to touch up on is women's rights. Oh, God. Here we go. I know what you're thinking, Jesus hater. I hope my wife doesn't hear this shit. Well, here it comes anyways. Just make sure your wife doesn't listen to this part of the podcast or just... Well, actually, we will give you a couple seconds right now to pull your wife out of the room or put headphones on. Three, two, one. Here it is. First off, I don't deny the fact that through the years, women have had a fucking tough go of it. Please tell me your women are out of the room. They've taken it way too fucking far. To the point, gentlemen, where you think about it. In our court systems, unless the woman is proven absolutely to be the most disgusting horror bag in existence... And you're in a custody with children. Get used to visitation rights. Because she's going to win. Every fucking time. I don't care. Unless you find a bitch unfit. And can prove it. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care who your fucking lawyer is. You're going to end up with visitation rights. And do you know why that is? Because women have that right. That you don't have. And vaginas. Well, again, it comes back to the power of. We have to live with a gentleman if we want to get our dicky sticky. Plain and simple. I don't have a problem giving women jobs that men do. But I've said it before in other podcasts. It's about equal work for equal pay. And I know, I know what a woman would say is, well, that's how it's done. No, that's not always how it's done. Look it. We've all worked in one place at one point or another. Where, whether it's a receptionist, or, you know, it's a desk jockey, or whatever her position is, and she's got triple D fucking tits, size tits, and the boss is always looking at her cleavage, all I'm saying 
is unless you're going to take hormones, growth hormones, and your boss is a weirdo, you're never going to have that advantage. Plain and simple. There you go, fellas. Start growing tits. <laughs> if we all started growing tits, boys, no one would ever leave the house again. Let's face it, I'd be playing with those titties all the time. And who doesn't like tits? Let's be real, even women love tits. Regardless of what they tell you, everybody loves tits. Everybody. Titties. Titties. These are just things I've been thinking about lately. Now, as a married guy, I will say, hasn't all been that bad, you know. And they do give us offspring, so if you are actually interested in that kind of thing, that's a good deal. Why would you ever want offspring? I'm saying, if you're a weirdo, there are some out there, and that's their thing. Although we do know that probably 50% of us in the world were, uh, oops, 50? I'm being generous. Let's put it this way. Two out of every three children born are not planned. As I said, I was trying to be generous. You know what, gentlemen? That's all I got. So until next week, just remember, when you're looking at your broad or your wife or the whore you met in the street you're trying to get down her pants, just remember when you're looking at them, Sometimes you just got to smile and wave, gentlemen. Smile and wave. So until next week. We're on. Are we on? Are we on? Hey, hey, bud man. I'd say it's the hater, but hello. You're looking right at me. So, you know what? I don't fucking listen to nothing sacred because I fucking do them. But I guess there are other motherfuckers, at least I've heard, that want to hear our shit. So tell me, how in the fuck can they listen to us? Well, if they want to leave comments for Dr. J's, our relationship expert, they can leave it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they can even go to our website, nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. It's a simple site. It's easy to get to. And then, if you think our, some of our segments, like five fun facts about... Fun? And do you have something that you want to learn They're five awesome. that you want to learn five new fun facts about? Let us know through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our website. And and if you look at the news and you see something that you're like, that's just blatantly stupid. Let us know. We'll produce it in common sense or lack of. And don't forget to check out YouTube for our extra content, such as rants that can't wait and clips and other things. As always, and now for some bonus footage, motherfuckers. Syphilis, testicles, gonorrhea, AIDS, clap, sound testicles, no testicles. Donald Trump is a fucking idiot. Vaginas are tasty sometimes. Power. War. Uh, what is it good for? Absolutely.